Hi there and welcome. Now it's time for America's favorite podcast. Leave your mark with your host, Vince Cortez. If it's fly, loose fit it. It's Cortez. If freeze and chubbies in it. It's Cortez. Leave your mark. It's about inspiring the world. One guess at a time. Pass the word from Brooklyn to Pittsburgh, from urban to suburb. It's Cortez, you heard? And here is our host, Vince Cortez. This is Leave Your Mark. I am Vince Cortez, and today's guest is Terry Calvin and his daughter, Kate. At the age of six, Terry's daughter, Claire, was diagnosed with a rare disease, DIPG, which is called diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma, a rare brain cancer that has a zero survival rate. Once diagnosed, the child typically has a life expectancy of nine to 12 months and a one in 50,000 chances of getting the disease. Kate and Terry, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Vessel. Now, you guys, uh, this is all recent. This has happened in 2020. And I just want to kind of touch down where you guys are currently at. You're in Sullivan, Missouri. And Kate, you're on summer break. Yep. Okay. And then your baby sister. Now, as, as you were mentioned, she's um, just hitting school. She's what, in the first or second grade? Going to third grade. Okay, yeah. okay, so we're in the summer between second and third grade. Okay, yeah. so um, what I want to touch on was is uh, what was life like in Sullivan, Missouri, when you guys were hanging out before you found out she was diagnosed with this? Uh, it was uh, COVID times. Uh, COVID uh, hit that spring, so you know homeschooling. Uh, you know quarantine. Little, little quarantine. Uh, wow. Different, so. Uh, now, was the was the COVID being the 2020 was really the year that the lockdown began? So did that, that's going on the entire time then? Yes. Wow. That, that brings up a whole different line of questions as well. So like when you're going to the hospital visits and things like this and what you're going through uh, with the COVID rules, I don't imagine it's, it's too... Um, too friendly to the caregivers that want to see their loved one that's in the hospital. Yes, with the masking policies uh, and mandates ahead, uh, you know, which I understand that, but then often only one parent to go to radiation uh, or doctor visits or, you know, treatment, stuff like that. So definitely through, through, uh, there's some challenges out there. Okay, so you're going through, so she's diagnosed in it at six years of age with this disease. So um, what were you thinking when you found out? Were you familiar with this disease at all when they told you what she had? And did you like know that. the ramifications of it? No, um, I wanted to real quick, about two days before she started showing symptoms, she had just learned how to ride a bike without training wheels. It took her a couple weeks to do it. And it seemed like I didn't make, you know, I, I, my oldest Kate was pretty easy to, uh, you know, to get her to learn how to ride a bike by training wheels. Claire, I tell you what, Claire kept, you know, wrecking and getting back on that bike, and she was determined to ride that bike by training wheels, and she did it. But little, little did we know, she was, she had this going on, and we didn't know that obviously. Two days after she she learned how to ride that bike, she started showing symptoms. Oh my! So now, um, what what were the symptoms that she showed? She started showing a dizziness. Um, loss of balance, some blurry no. vision. 
Okay, so now she goes in there and is is she complaining of any pain or anything? The first couple of days, some dizziness. Then about the third day, some blurred vision. About the, which we'd already been in contact. Uh, Claire's mom and I was already in contact with the pediatrician, you know. And I, we had different, there were different, it could have been so many different things, you know. Little, we never would have guessed in nine years it would have been, uh, you know, brain tumor or DIPG. Uh, you know, we were looking at, you know, the pediatrician was, uh, we were looking at different, uh, it could have been uh, iron deficiency, could have been vertigo, uh, could have been, you know, inner ear infection, could have been different things causing the, the dizziness and loss of balance. Okay, so when then do you decide to take her to have a scan or an x-ray? So on about day four, uh, you know, with, you know, being, being COVID and everything and, and uh, kids being at home, uh, my aunt had actually noticed that Claire was drooping her head to the right quite a bit. And, you know, then, you know, uh, then the, that level, that, that raised the level of concern of the pediatrician. And then uh, he'd ordered a CAT scan. Okay, so what did that CAT scan show? Brain tumor. Okay, now. Was no, May, that... May 28th, yeah, 2020. May 28th, 2020, she is a scan and she has a brain tumor. When they diagnosed that it's that particular type of cancer, did they do a biopsy to, to arrive at that or? Well, yes, yeah, so a, a biopsy was done about a week. Claire was in the hospital for about around 10 days, uh, May 28th until about the end of the first week of June. And during that time, she had the biopsy done. And then the testing was done, it took about three weeks uh, to get the results back, but they wanted to make sure. They had suspected during the was MRI. Was she in the hospital that whole time? The 10 days, yeah. And they did an MRI and they had felt strongly that based on her symptoms and the MRI results that it could likely be uh, DIPG. And they also seeked out other oncologists uh, across the nation and specialists to look at those images, MRI images, and they felt strongly, but they wanted to do a biopsy to make sure uh, as well, because often the biopsy will also help dictate which paths of treatment are, are trials to, they can get into. Connect with us on LinkedIn. Be our friend on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You are listening to Vince Cortez. We just want you to leave your mark. Okay, so now, this is this is so rare. One in fifty thousands. What what then are your options given to you after they tell you what it is? So is this a radiation chemo thing or is so uh, radiation um, is typically the first thing that's done. Um, I would say most of the kids I know and families choose that. Uh, it it will shrink it. It doesn't. It does not make it go away. Uh, they tell you up front that it, it does shrink it, uh, and it helps buy time for clinical trials. So this particular type of cancer is still in a trial, as far as how they're trying to cure it. Yeah, there's there's many different trials out there uh, in the works. Um, chemotherapy, normal chemotherapy, does not have much effect on DIPG. Part of the challenges is the brain barrier, where there, where your your brainstem is located. The brain barrier is so hard to penetrate that normal chemo usually does not do a whole lot. Uh, there are, there is, uh, I believe a trial out there where they have done, where they've actually gone in and directly injected 
chemo into that area. Uh, I'm not real familiar with that trial, uh, but chemo normally does. And definitely this is very inoperable. Uh, they do not operate because the brain stem, you know, basically, basically your, your central nervous system and it would do more damage to have us to, to operate to operate uh, on it yeah so uh uh radiation uh typically uh she did 30 rounds the first time wow uh, now she's yeah, yeah. exceeded the um she so when she's going through this she's six you said she's eight years old now um yes. she's been going through this longer than 12 months so she's beyond the point of which yes. most pass on. So what what is her diagnosis now? What is she? Um, is she? So she completed. She completed uh, twenty of twenty four months of uh, the PNOC 007 clinical trial. It's a immunotherapy trial. She done twenty months of twenty four months. Um, back in May, they found uh, new growth. Uh, but the original, the original tumor, uh, had shrunk about eight times its original size and wow. actually has remained stable, has remained stable. Uh, but she got new growth, which can happen. You know, we, we knew it. We, we, we knew that can happen. It's not uncommon. It happens quite a bit. Um, and then once you get new growth, your trial is completed. Um, and so, you know, the, that trial definitely, uh, made an impact huge impact okay so there's now many, where, are many, you on to the are you on to the next trial now so right now she just completed her uh, actually second round of radiation so uh some of the families i follow you can do a couple rounds uh i actually know of a little girl um that is in the process of doing her fourth round of radiation that's kind of unprecedented uh it just depends on the person and the effects, you know, radiation is hard on you. Um, but oh she's my. getting ready to do a fourth round. But Claire, yeah, Claire just finished her second round. This was a, a 10 treatments um, to hopefully shrink the tumor. So right now we're in a waiting pattern. July 5th, we'll do a, uh, get an MRI and we'll get results on July 7th. So then what will happen is, depending on those results, um, depending on whether the tumor has shrunk uh, or remained stable or has grown will dictate the potential treatment options. Okay. So, and it's not uncommon for kids to do multiple trials. Uh, I follow families where they, they've done two, three, four trials or different uh, treatments or drugs. Um, uh, so not uncommon at all. Well, let me ask you this because when when you're given um, a diagnosis that it, there's no survival rate on it, that that's gonna as a parent, it's gonna wear on you a lot different. So I mean, uh, the stress levels that you had, the volume on them had been turned up, as well as on Kate there too. So I kind of want to touch on you. Um, you know, where are you guys as caregivers at? Like, how do how are you feeling? towards her recovery and, and moving forward with everything. So I tell you what, when you look at Claire, you know, yeah, it, it, it's a challenge as a parent and I'm, I'm sure as a sibling, but I'm gonna tell you something, Claire's the one that's, uh, she's fighting the real battle. She's fighting the real battle. So uh, we're kind of along for the ride. So she's a tough nugget. She is uh, amazed us. Uh, I tell you the, uh, 
before her diagnosis, uh, and Kate will attest to this, before her diagnosis, she was as strong-willed, and I'm not just saying this because she's bailing cancer, she was as strong-willed of a kid as I've ever come across, very determined her way or the highway, uh, her way or get out of her way. <laughs> um, I mean, just the fact that when I seen her trying to ride that bike for two weeks, and obviously not knowing she had this going on, uh, her riding that bike and her determination to ride that bike, and I, we saw that determination today. She has not lost that at all. She is, I, I, I'm just beyond amazed. Uh, uh, she has not walked uh, since about July, August of 2020. It's been quite a bit of time in the wheelchair. However, this spring, she started using that walker. Okay. And she said, Dad, she said, Dad I want to walk again. So uh, it's, it is common for DIPG fighters to not be able to walk. Um, some can. Um, uh, she's walked with a walker terrifically. Um, she's done a lot of physical therapy, occupational therapy. She had speech therapy last year. That all helped her tremendously. Uh, this morning... Uh, was the most steps I've seen her take. We've seen her take, and going on almost two years. Wow! Uh, if you are listening from Australia, Florida, or just from around the corner, from East Coast to West Coast outlets, if you're not to the dirty South, straight make a left body body. Contact us. Leave your mark with your host, Vince Cortez. Is she uh, losing weight from this or is she in pain from so, this? So when she went, the steroids are brutal. So when a child goes through radiation, the steroids combined, are, it's a brutal steroids, uh, a lot of side effects, psychological uh, weight gain. She went from size six to a 12, from 50 to 100 pounds, but she lost all that in about uh, nine months time. Uh, and she was, she was always, uh, Full of energy, still is. Uh, she was always on the skinnier side, uh, tall, just some long legs. Um, the, the steroids and radiation combination uh, are definitely a challenge. She also yeah. had a, she had an issue back uh, in 2020 September, where she was having some fluid on the brain, and she had to have a shunt put in. So she had that summer 2020 was I can't put in the words uh, wow. how challenging it was for her to. To go up, go through all that, and uh, she's amazing. I mean, the kid's amazing. That is, that's unbelievable. Now, okay, let me ask you a question. I want to know, as your big sister, um, what what went through your mind when you heard what your sister's situation was? I was like, all the emotions combined. I was shocked. I was sad. I was angry. I was. There's not a word that explains how. So what what were you thinking when, uh, how did she respond to it? And did she understand the, the seriousness of it? Claire? Yeah. I think she looked at it as a different way than everyone else did. Okay. She probably thought of it as like she was going to fight it and everything. And everyone else was like worried, but we all knew that she got it. And yeah. And she's in a good space now. Yeah. It sounds like she is. So now what do you do? I mean, because this is difficult on you and your dad as far as just keeping your sanity and being positive with, you know, the situation that you're in. So what do you do daily to, uh, to help your sister out, help your, your dad out and yourself out? What's your day like? 
she usually wakes me up early and I'll get up to just play with her, watch something on YouTube with her in the morning. I'll get her dressed. We used to play dress up all the time. It was a whole thing. So you're actually having a quality time with her. You never imagined you would, huh? Yeah. Okay. Now, does she do anything else? Does she read or does she play board games or video games or stuff like that? She does all that stuff. Like she beat dad and Uno a million times. <laughs> now, when, when do you go back to school? Late in August, and she also likes making videos on TikTok, which is like an app you can post stuff on. Oh, really? Okay, so yeah. could, we could see her on her, in some of her videos on TikTok. We'll need to post the link. Yep. All right. Well, this is interesting because it's always difficult on siblings, and you guys go through a different experience, parallel in their sickness. And like your dad said, you know, you're there with her, so whatever happens, you're just there. So and that's the most important thing, really, that she knows you guys are there. So let, let me um, talk to your dad here. So your treatments are coming up here in July. And um, now, as far as uh, any like community or extended family support, how are things going that way? I, I can't even begin to tell you how amazing uh, everybody is. Uh, family, friends, the community, uh, coworkers, the Sullivan School District has been uh, phenomenal. Wow. Amazing. And, you know, and I, I'm in touch with uh, other families across the country, even overseas, but more so in the United States. And I, I can tell you, I know, I know people out there who are fighting this, who don't have the support system uh, that, that we got or have. And so I don't take it for granted. We don't take it for granted. Um, uh, many fundraisers, people, you know, wanting to get Claire, uh, you name it, stuffed animals, gift cards, you know. Uh, my my school, we raised sixteen hundred dollars by selling bracelets for a Claire fundraiser. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. If you have a story to share, tell us how are you going to leave your mark? Your mark. Contact us, leave your mark with our host Vince Cortez. Be our guest. Now, uh, as far as like, your spirituality and your praying, because these types of situations bring this out in us, um, has that changed you in any way? Or you feel you're more spiritual? Or how, how is that going for you? Definitely. It makes me more like encouraged to never give up because I look back at Claire and like she never gives up. She's always willing to do anything at any cost. How about you, Dad? Because yours is kind of difficult being single, going through this process with your kids by yourself. So how's your spirituality holding up? Pretty good. Uh, you just got to one day at a time, one hour at a time. Uh, you just got to keep, keep going. got to keep going. You can't, you can't quit. You can't stop. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying don't get tired or frustrated uh, or worried, uh, but man, you gotta you just gotta keep pushing and keep talking the uh, and, and and keep the faith, keep the faith, uh, latch on to God. Uh, I've talked to God more more probably in the last two years, and I have probably you know I probably up that's on about five three seconds. Wow. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming on today and sharing your story. We're going to be praying for you. And I want to ask you, what you both are enduring, how would you like to be remembered for what you're going through? So Kate and I discussed this a little bit before, you know, a while ago, before the, we got on. And, uh, 
you know, we just never give up, you know, uh, keep the love going. And remember the, the kid, they're, they're the ones fighting the true battle. You know, the, the, the ones who have cancer, the adults, the children, they're the ones fighting a battle that I, I have no idea. I've never, you know, I've never been in her shoes. I've never been in her shoes and can't imagine it. And so, you know, uh, it, it's always uh, support her uh, and others as well, uh, fighting the battles. Um, something that we've kicked around a little bit uh, is, you know, the possibility we may create our own uh, uh, foundation in Claire's name. Um, and she just might happen to be the uh, CEO and president. So, <laughs> um, you know, we were looking at possibly starting the Clean Claire Foundation. Um, that's been that's been in the talks. Uh, obviously, I have no time, I haven't had much time to focus on that right now. Yeah. Uh, but helping others, helping others, because I can tell you, you get blindsided by a diagnosis like this. Uh, probably one of the most challenging cancers there is, and oncologists will tell you flat out that. Uh, it's, it's one of their most challenging uh, cancers they have. Uh, and the thought process by a lot of oncologists is if they can find a cure for DIPG, they can find a cure for about any kind of cancer. And, you know, when you think about, you know, Neil Armstrong, his, his daughter, his lost two-year-old daughter DIPG, so kind of puts it in the realm how long it's been. That's been wow. over 50 years ago. And so wow. uh, it, 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 it's, it's come a long way. Um, you know, the cure starts now is a really good, really good foundation. Um, they are one of the big, you know, big foundations out there uh, fighting for a home run cure. Uh, so, uh, and, and many others as well. Well, I wish you all the best. We're going to definitely be praying for you to stay strong because you're in the middle of the process here. And it, there's no relief for you. I, I pray that you have some peace throughout this somehow, some way. And you guys are going to be much different people as you go through this. But I, I wish you the best. And I appreciate you for coming here and sharing your story with us. And if you have any information, any uh, like if you have a fundraiser link or anything like that, you can let me know now. If you don't have it, then uh, we'll put it in the links below for people to go and, and help you guys out. Just be blessed, and we're praying for you. And again, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, Vincent. Uh, um, and then uh, Claire's TikTok account is Claire Bear. 1023 that's c-l-a-i-r-e b-e-a-r 1023 and you guys will love those tiktoks uh there's also a, a page queen claire kicking cancer i have that page on facebook okay excellent i like that all right kate thanks and you keep being a good big sister that counts okay. big and Thank again you, take care terry god bless you Thanks for listening to Leave Your Mark today. Tune into our next episode of Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez. Be blessed. You just left your mark. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Listen to more episodes on demand. Just click Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez.